You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. All right, so if the red light is meant to be believed, I believe that we are live again on a, another magical Monday because we are rec- we usually record the show live on Twitch and YouTube at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, so before I get too far along, like uh, welcome to another exciting episode of Low Key on the We Are Libertarians Network. I totally forget what episode number this is. Um, welcome to the uh, this episode, uh, we, you know, I really expected uh, one Vincent to be on location, but he is not. He is reporting live from the uh, 80s orgy den. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> 70s orgy den? Come on. No, nah, that's 80s. More quaaludes yeah, here. It's more, it's better. <laughs> yeah, 80s quaaludes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Screw you all, Jit. Screw all the boomers in the eighties. Destroyed all, took all the quaaludes, burned all the money for retirement. Hate you all. Dude, <laughs> stupid VC money destroyed and killed everything. Yeah, I said it. Oh, man, it is. Um, I don't know. So, I do have a couple of topics I did want to bring up for this episode for the day. Like, uh, uh one being the topic of. You know, like EVs. I want to get some stuff about EVs off my chest. Uh, to watching the, I think we may look back at this year around this time, as long as it's, you know we don't go into World War Three, Civil War doesn't happen. Um, <laughs> we may look at this as the starting of the trend of everything moving onward to a different direction. And what do I mean by that? Uh, so. I started this show like like this one to just get away from politics, talk more politics because there is to me like I don't want to start a show that are like if I'm absorbing a show, I don't want to like do a show that I'm absorbing of, and I really find so that's why I don't I don't have a technology show because I have fine there's tech shows that I watch, but if they ever stop, I mean they stop, they pod fade, they done, yeah, yeah, about a month, three months time. I'll start a tech show, and that's how you'll know the pot fade. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> because I have, you know, like I need to find this news and looking for it, and then once I know it, I've got to tell somebody, you know. But yeah, you know, right, you know. But I'm content if there's on the show I can watch and scream at the screen at. But what I don't have is a lot of good pop culture stuff. I do immediately listen to um, It's a Gundam, Clownfish TV, um, and the Angry Joe show. But it's just still not enough for me because, like, you know, like I have different, like, tastes where they're just not at. Or they'll have different spins on it because they still also don't give me anything I need. And the right. main reason was because that growing up, I always had uh, the ability to listen to other, like, forms of media to get things of what's going on with video games and other pop culture. So, uh, Big big Elephant, um, growing up, it was uh, Tech TV or G4, G4, yep. right? X-Play, you know, X-Play. Uh, Attack of the yeah, Show, these, this the is, classic you know, versions of those right, things. You know, this is what I had um, and what I really wanted. Oh, look, it's Reinhold. <laughs> yes, if we were happening, I just don't think he found the link. That's fine. That's fine. Oh, my God, look at that shirt. He's a muted again, but this is a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 
Ah, we can't hear you, Reinhold. We can't hear you, Reinhold. All right, class. See, this is why you come to um, mortar math in the morning. <laughs> it is. This is why you come to sound check. Okay. All right. Yeah. This is why I just pulled into the driveway three minutes ago. <laughs> We're gonna assume you stood had- across the hood. Okay. <laughs> I, I had a, I had a, a tray of chicken tikka masala, so I wouldn't slide across any hood. It's cool. Oh, this makes it more impressive. Yeah, yeah it's more impressive. impressive. <laughs> you just threw it in the air <laughs> across the hood. You caught, caught it. it on the other end. <laughs> Ooh. And only lost half of it. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna wipe the car down. <laughs> oh, man. The street's the, all that's, over. That's the thing is I just got the car... Z-Bart protected in and out and all around. So, See, so you had to pick it up. <laughs> oh, I was, yeah, it's, it's uh, very slippery right now. It's got a good smell to it, too. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, oh. now I got this image of Reinhold. <laughs> it seemed like he probably had his cowboy boots on at the time because I assume Reinhold started wearing cowboy boots. <laughs> You know, I never. My Cow- grandfather was big on the cowboy boots. I never got into them that much. See, like I see, like I always envision you walking around with cowboy boots, um, like uh, tie dye shirts all the time. See, that's, well, I tie dye shirts. So yeah, that's that's a that's a no brainer. But yeah. it, we're talking Birkenstocks or Crocs, man. We're not we're not going into the pointy okay. shoes. Okay. That's that's unhippy. That's <laughs> like tight conservative. <laughs> with some looseness with some Birkenstocks or some sandals or moccasins or something. <laughs> you're just, just leaving that stereotype that the tech guy and the tie dye and the Birkenstocks. <laughs> hey, I, I came I came up in the 70s. I uh, was was uh I wasn't I was actually not raised by hippies, but there were a lot of hippies around. <laughs> and it kind of grew on me. Walking to data centers, ooh, the humidity's off in here. What? My toes can feel it. Ooh, your humidity's off. <laughs> We get that checked. We get that checked. <laughs> okay, when you talk right. about sliding across the car, it was like uh, so that was Starskin Hutch you're thinking of, right? Yeah, no, or how about or the General Lee? Which oh, one? General, yeah, General Lee and Starskin. Well, Hutch. see, did you, you know, did you see the uh, people slid across the which I've done one time. It's 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 harder than it looks. <laughs> So there, there's a there's a picture out there, you know, the car, the General Lee, the car that mm-hmm. that they they painted at. Yeah. Somebody painted it blue with um, Union colors on the top mm-hmm. and called it the General Grant. Yeah, the General Grant. <laughs> and I'm like, if you really wanted to have fun with it, mm-hmm. you'd you'd paint some flames on the front of that thing and call it the General Sherman. <laughs> That's insensitive, right? Right. <laughs> I cannot believe that's not a thing. <laughs> Honestly, it'd be better if you do that, to, do that, or just make it a, a or just a crowd vic, it's a police squad car. Brothers going down now. It was like, what? This is a union union motor. What? This is carrying one of his made up north. It's coming down. Anyways, um. Mm. All right, so before we get into that, you were ruined what we were talking into. We were talking, I got, was getting this huge monologue. I was monologuing, right, into mm-hmm. um, like a pop culture of what I was looking in for. And because I really feel that um, I think what uh, 
because I always was just trying to find like this like turns of media. And one thing I've always like got upset, and I think a lot of it came also came to head during the Gamergate as is like a lot of the uh, game journalists wanted to be political journalists and political activists, but they kept talking about video games. They got jobs in video game journalism, and it was really annoying that they put the Trump stuff in my PlayStation game, my PlayStation stuff or my GTA <laughs> things, or tell me that I'm, a, um, you know, I've got the soggy knees. And it's like, dude, I just want to know what the graphics card is going to be at. And <laughs> you know, can you, can you, can you just tell me? It's <laughs> all I want. Well, isn't, uh, aren't the prices like coming down so much now they're starting to, um, bundle graphics cards with like, you know, like it used to be anything yeah, yeah. yeah. like they be able to get it around. and i've told everyone like you know what i need a new graphics car i want them to burn <laughs> <laughs> i refuse and i'm telling everyone should i get a graphics card no you shouldn't buy one for the next three years <laughs> don't and if you do buy a graphics card buy an amd <laughs> uh evgas oh, evga yeah. is out of the nvidia business okay so. yeah that one that's huge i I I expected eventually the other shoes were going to drop because FXX got out. What was it, like two years ago, a year and a half ago, and like I I loved FXX cards and like the simple fact like can't get an F. It's like what happened? Why can't get an FX FX card? And then like EVA is like purely like they apparently uh, it was like Gamer Nexus and they brought some other journalists in to tell them like hey in, you know Kate talks to us is fully launched and it's like we are you know like we're we're cutting off the partnership. Because of and I completely understand it with you the simple fact that Nvidia is out there selling cards and then undercutting the price of, that they're selling their cards at. Right. Yeah, I think the agreement used to be that they had to charge a certain premium over top of it. It was considered the the gold mm-hmm. box or whatever mm-hmm. it was that it yep. was the original cards. Yep. Or just allowing EVA and other board builders to do different things. Cause like that was like the, that's why I enjoyed FXX cards. Their drivers a little bit more stable. That's why I went with SXX and I liked the return policy or they would do different things to it. Like they have different cooling management on it, or they would go like the different, like the, the board design was different. You know, I think it's from the, the old NVIDIA 9800 XT days, th- those days back in, it was like 2002, you remember the big 9800s in crisis and get this thing in crisis? I remember those yeah. days. Yeah, a couple of times, I think, uh, yeah, even with the Vincent, we sat there and it was at a couple of um, uh, land parties and I had like a, I bought like a crappy Walmart, like $300 Walmart. Laptop, uh, like desktop, and I just sh- use the Dremel tool and shove 9800s <laughs> in to see if we can make it play Crisis. <laughs> <laughs> Poor seller on. <laughs> so, tangent, what were you saying, Harry? Hmm? So, tangent, what were you saying? Oh, yeah. Well, that was <laughs> the thing is the idea of wanting to get into, uh, I feel the finally, finally, especially these. So, uh, I'm sorry to hear about all these layoffs happening in the gaming journal industry. I feel bad for all these journalists in at G4 that have got laid off, right? And it could be don't even some of the journalists, the you know craft services, everyone that goes around it. There's other jobs, the support services around that. People are getting laid off at the, some of the worst time, um, especially inside the industry because it's happening all around their industry. Um, but. It is, I'm sick and tired of a lot of these 
California VC money back journalist people, um, you know, like in their in their politics and then what I just want to know what the game is. The game good or the game bad? And tell me the truth about the game. And I want the truth. I don't care about like you're going to lose your access. I just want to know what the heck is going on about the game. And yes, thank you, thank you, everyone. Let's get yours. But the it's so like I think. With so there's been a spark of massive layoffs going on in the gaming journalism industry as you watching them get laid off because the you know the just like the BuzzFeeds and the Otogs like the VC money's drying up inflation is hitting them the they're not the websites aren't worth nothing uh, I've seen a lot of these companies try to go like like BuzzFeeds though they try to go public for some god awful reason and it's like a lot of these especially with like what I tell people to be careful a lot of these startup companies when they try to go public or they try to do things it's like you don't own nothing. <laughs> right. Or, or they what? go the, uh, the massive opposite direction. Like a lot of the stuff that's happening in the esports industry where mm-hmm. um, the major CSGO tournament owners mm-hmm. are all owned by Saudi Arabia. Yeah. And they're all taking Saudi Arabia money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's backed by this. It's not, it's all fake. It's, it's, it's not real. You know, that's like, like, yeah, that's what gets me a lot of the startup space is like, well, they don't own, they barely own office. They don't own the office space. It's leased. The servers are cloud servers. So they don't own physical servers and their product, right. It's like, well, there's cloud servers, just a product. So like, there's just lines of code. It's a proprietary code. Is anything just, you know, it was, you know, it's just like processes, right. So you own a process and just, it just, so just useless, useless. is the name. name. Yeah. And the name, that's all you've got, huh? So you got, <laughs> bro. You don't have anything. <laughs> you don't have anything. Oh, this is a billion dollar. No, no. Just like um, like I think, and I'll get into this when we talk about EVs later. Is like I think Tesla is way overvalued as a company, super overvalued. But they actually own physical things <laughs> versus you know, <laughs> they're, they're physical plants. So those machines can get built and do things, right? They're physical products, and they're getting like, or do I think they're overvalued? Yes, but you know, this was but, but, and I think when it comes to a lot of these things, it's just when these bills are coming due and they're not giving this return on this investment, and with you know, with inflation just hitting everything, like I just spent $250 at Meyer going to the grocery store, and it felt like I barely had anything. <laughs> And and before like go to Aldi, screw you. I'm not going to Aldi. <laughs> <All right. laughs> he has standards, man. <laughs> well, at least no, there's no more. I, I just want to bag myself. No, no, honestly, I just want to bag myself. Oof. Right? Oof, bag myself. Yeah, I used to, I used to bag in college. I was 18 years old. So. <laughs> you used to get tips for it, by the way. I used yeah. to used to tip the baggers because we would carry them out to the car for the the. Um, Elderly ladies, and they would uh, tip us. I heard of that one time with O'Malia's. You know, I I did that like uh, at O'Malia's a couple of times. O'Malia's. That's. I was trying to figure the name of that company uh, six months ago. I was trying to think of the name of it. I never did figure it out. <laughs> O'Malia. That's right. Mm-hmm. Writing that down. I used to work for Marsh and O'Malia's. I used to work for that company. So yeah, sorry, like, but like, and I loved it. Like, I remember the because like the I could ride my bike to the like local O'Malia's and. You know, as a like a young fourteen year old teenager, like like the the shopkeeper was like, yeah, if you help put groceries in the car, they'll just tip you right. They'll just tip you money, you know, because a lot of 
people at the time didn't want to like lift it in, like these heavy things in the car, you know. So you would sit there and help bag and then push carts back. It was a lot of fun. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. You're gonna get me on a get me on a rant. Me me I'm watching to, me watching the point disappear into the horizon. Just watching the trail <laughs> off. But like, yeah. But my point is just watching it. It is I think we're going to look back to this time and realize, like, this is when the other shoes drop. We're getting, like, the game journals, the journalists, the pop culture journalists, all that stuff like that. I think everything that is fit has been buffed up with fake VC air, bots, all that like that. I think those uh, platforms are going to show the cracks in their systems. This, this, this is going to start this year. Everything's going to start, oh. like, so, so repeating 2000 again. Yeah. 99, 2000. Yeah. 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 Just repeating it. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be as bad as that, but oh, I yeah. think it's yeah, going to no, be bad. No, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It's not nearly as bad as that. I don't think there's enough hype and inflation stuff into that, but it is, it's going to get bad <laughs> for them in that yeah. area because a lot of it, because they don't have like real views of like that. It's, or they're all bots or, the, the the branding's not there, or you know, like you can only sell so many D and D books. <laughs> the the real issue, especially when it comes to the 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 game journalism aspect of it, is because mm-hmm. there are so most people don't get their information on games through articles and websites anymore. Mm-hmm. It's the this is the YouTuber that I really like, and they're playing this game I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. I want to know what their opinion of this game is. That's yes. why you have like the Angry Joes and mm-hmm. the the Moist Criticals who yep. has who does movie and game reviews as as they come out, and he gives his honest opinion on them. That mm-hmm. people people have lost the trust in the game journalism so much that they would rather hear what this guy that plays video games every day on stream says mm-hmm. about this game more than they trust anything else exactly exactly and because of that it's cut it's created that their system their their mic their micro system their <laughs> ecosystem mm-hmm. is kind of crumbling around it because they have they didn't know how to evolve with the mm-hmm. the the youtuber and tiktok and and social media market without without coming off as cringy yeah, or tryharding, or doing things that there that was meant to be their thing. Even G two, not G two, G four. G two is a legal uh, is an esports company. G four, when they came back, a bunch of the people they had on there were YouTubers and mm-hmm. people that were had already made a name for themselves off platform, mm-hmm. and then they brought them into G four and their mixed messaging on G4 caused themselves to crash. Yep. When you have somebody claim, when you have one person on your, on your channel m- messaging one way. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, you have somebody who's the exact opposite of your message on your channel. It kind of, you mean kind of ruins your own thing. <laughs> Variety of thought and opinion is not something that uh, isn't isn't looked on kindly. I mean, it's a it's a shame we don't know a game writer journalist, you know, by the name of Hody or anything. Oh man, that that, that cricket was amazing. 
<laughs> you hear the? Can you hear the cricket? Yeah. 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 Okay, it's pretty loud in here. I don't know why it's, well, it's outside the door. But it was per- it was perfect at that moment yeah. because we yeah. all just like just be quiet. Yeah, that was, what are you talking about? No, it it was more and, than that. Well, Hody abandoned we us. Too. Okay, we didn't abandon Hody. Okay. <laughs> uh, people in particular, when one person goes extremely hard one direction and then their entire messaging is completely thrown out the window when your care when one person is talking about how this isn't for you we don't we don't we're not here dealing with you and then they market something directly at the people that she was saying you about it's one of those yeah it's yeah well and I think what that also did was also hurt them because then it was like, okay, mm-hmm. so those people that like did get hurt with that, it just split them in half too. Because like, okay, it's like, okay, I didn't like getting yelled at that, so I'm not going to watch your content. It's drawn everything. I'm going to watch someone else's content. And since these other people do what I want, like, okay, I'm going to follow this. Like, oh, this VTuber that you have on still says the same thing. I want everything I want. And well, she's going to jump back over to Twitch. So I'm going to yeah. go back over there. Toodles. Have fun. You know, have fun over here in your little pond. You know, tell me not to watch well, you, so I'm not going to watch you. Where's uh, the people? Where's the people at nowadays? I mean, so the gaming, all that stuff used to be on Twitch. Then YouTube put made a push to make it there, and of course, places like Mixer tried and failed, and, and everything whoa, else. Whoa. But <laughs> Mixer was a was amazing platform. I love. I never Mixer. said it wasn't. Uh, beta was an amazing platform. <laughs> <laughs> Gaming in general is very widespread because there isn't a isn't a consistent place. Most of the streaming stuff is on Twitch still, mm-hmm. even, even though YouTube's trying to try to make a push, but it doesn't really go anywhere. So did Facebook. Facebook yeah. trying to make a push, really but that didn't it. go anywhere yeah. either. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, really, what I see are people doing. Yeah, so what I what I was doing, I was doing Twitch would be I'd stream, and then there was just an easy button you push and it would export it and push it up to a YouTube channel mm-hmm. for you. You just mm-hmm. pushed a button and it was yeah. there and then you get YouTube views, right? So that would be mm-hmm. how to do that. That's how I was doing that. And that was five years ago. I mean, I don't know yeah. if it's anything that's changed since then, but there's some things um, that have changed and it has moved on. But like, I think, which is also good is like a lot of competitive, like uh, Twitch is, is, it's, it, it is really hard currently right now because of the different sites in the walled garden that have been put up, which is really difficult to get notice with any. It's really hard for like a lot of huge organic growth. Um, and yeah, that's the, the, hor- the worst problem with Twitch has been for, for a long time is that you really, unless you get pushed by the platform, like mm-hmm. I, I, there's a guy I know who is uh, really good at a uh, game. I used to watch him all the time. He got partnered. Mm-hmm. So as he got partnered, his partner, they, they had created this new partner outreach yeah. position. He talked to him and got him to say, okay, we'll put you on the front page on this day and you can get some hours there, you know, stuff like that. And mm-hmm. he exploded because of it because people saw him yes. and were able to get him. And I was modding for the channel at the time mm-hmm. and, I, and it got a little crazy uh, because people were coming in with a lot of uh, mm-hmm. nasty things to say because uh, – of the oh, yeah. uh, of the person in, per- in question, but he still. I mean, and then he he streamed for like three or four years, really, really consistently. Then he quit, mm-hmm. right? And then he came back for a month or two. Then he quit, and then after like three or four years, I just found out that he's out streaming and he started streaming two weeks ago. So I, mean, yeah, I, I see that, and, I, and there's people who've been on there for years and years mm-hmm. and years and years, and they just have a small following that never get any bigger because they don't get any push, any algorithm push, right? 
Right. Um, when the, YouTube will push people to you, you go to YouTube and they'll say, here's a suggested channel. Here's a suggested video. Watch this video. Watch this video. How about this video? Based off of your likes, it, tr- it tries to do that. Twitch had none of that. It's like, I want to go see uh, somebody playing this game. And you go see the top people with the top ranked by how many people are watching him, which is keeps the top people up on the top. And you never see any of the guys down there with one or two viewers who may be good, but you don't know because you don't scroll down that far. Right. The, the biggest thing about streaming and proof positive is, the, of course, the VTuber market. It's all about personalities at this point. If somebody likes your personality, no matter how good or bad you are at a game, they don't really care. If you're if, if that's who your personality is, they want to watch somebody who like who who is both talented at the game they're playing and has a good personality. Somebody like C9 Mango, who like does Smash and the mm-hmm. platformer beat 'em up games. You know, mm-hmm. he he gets a decent viewership, but it's not like massive because he has this just a small community of like five thousand people that come and watch him for his one thing. It's yeah. the, the it's all about the personalities and the the specific games because yeah. communities build around the games. So yeah. like when uh, Multiverses came out, which was the the WB Smash Brothers clone kind of game. Um, it's, people it's still play it. Game. People still play it. And it's still and it's and like I've seen streamers get like two, three k that that are not like the best, but they're just they're interesting personalities. Or a new character comes out and people want to see the see how this character plays, so they go there and and that's how they experience the characters. A lot of it just comes down to who's your, whose personality do you like the most. And if you can, are you okay with them being mediocre at whatever game they're playing? Yeah. That's, well, that's the always YouTube been the key. Al- right. The YouTube algorithm is also like, for their live gaming streaming, it's atrocious of trying to find new people organically. It's easier to pull someone like they already subscribed to your YouTube channel. But YouTube gaming, uh, just trying to discover someone on YouTube gaming when they're streaming live, it has been difficult. It could be better. But it is harsh, just like Facebook is Stream, harsh. Streaming is horrible Twitch, on YouTube. Yeah, I think Twitch um, with its raid feature does help out a little bit more because then mm-hmm. if you get big and you know like a smaller streamer that you do like, you can pull your audience slightly over to this other person. But you don't try to go to like someone who's at like five with like three hundred. You don't do that. But you know you try to look for them. like I mod in several different channels and we usually you know just from that and being in a tight knit community you can get moved up to like just you know just from doing stuff like that you know but yeah it's, or, so, or, or so youtube like, is really is really bad for streaming like you're saying but it's really good for people who are putting out content like yes i will go i will want to see some seven days to die a few a couple years ago because i was like getting into seven days to die again it's been mm-hmm. it's been a while and i was like oh the new new came out it's a lot better now i'm gonna go play it so I was like, let me watch a couple guys on YouTube. So I watched one or two guys on YouTube, and based off of me watching them, I started getting other Seven Days to Die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it was it was episodic stuff too. So they would they would video they would they would do a video of a day, and then mm-hmm. they put that up, and then the next day they'd have another video of the next day, right? So they would mm-hmm. cut it up into those bite sized pieces, about a half hour each, mm-hmm. and you start getting. Oh, how about this guy? You like this content? You might like this content, right? And then you get a whole collection of people playing the game you like, and you can start saying, "Okay, who do I like the most? Who's right. who do I enjoy? Who's who's got the best work?" You know. So there's one guy called uh, Guns, Nerds, and Steel. I mean, he's new. He's really kind of new to this whole thing because he used to watch Glock Nine, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, I, I'd love to do what Glock Nine doing." So he tried to learn a little bit of that and a little bit from Neebs Gaming. 
And now he's putting together content where he's got two camera. Uh, he's got a secondary camera in the game so he can do B roll footage. And he's got, um, he loves putting audio in and having like beats like on a, on a horde night where you're killing, killing him with the, the killing blow. He yeah. would have the killing blow timed on the beats of the music. Bam. And then you see another bam. You know, was, he, he does a lot of fun stuff like that. And he's, and he's really good at, at what he does and he's gained a huge following because of it, but he didn't get that from doing anything live stream. What he got, he got his biggest hit and he just put out a video about how he got started and his process and everything. Um, but he said his biggest hit uh, that got him known was he put out a, uh, a loot, you know, all, everything you need to know about loot and alpha 20 video. So mm-hmm. people went to go see that. They saw him. They said, and then you go, when you watch somebody, YouTube goes, Hey, you watched him once before. You want to see him again on this one. And they'll, they'll pop that up for you. Yeah, when you go to that, your channel. Yeah. It's that time. Like was like that, the talk, the time on target, the, the, the idea mm-hmm. of how many eyes you put on that. They, they see that like, Oh, cool. You, time, sit or, yeah, you sat around for this thing for 10 minutes, 30 minutes. Cool. You must like this channel in order to keep you on the platform. We're going to do this for you. And it's sometimes it really it helps to get people to like to sit there for that long, you know, right, long but time. it's, but it's beneficial to the streamer too. It's, it's good for the platform and it's good for the streamer too, or yeah. the, or the yeah. video content creator. Right. Yeah. right. The pro- that's the problem with Twitch is they have no organic discoverability like that. They can't, build off of hey you like this content let's show you some other things you might like they just have a stock here's some popular games people are playing yeah i will say that it does twitch does that i get tired of them like they always throw me like these popular streamers like that so i have to go through and just like ban 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 ban. but nope i don't want to see them Mm -hmm. i'm I'm banned i don't care about this you know what about this this entire category of hot tubs i don't want to see anything in there (laughs) (laughs) and like it's unless it's uncle iroh i don't want to see it uh going back to the youtube stuff the the issue is there it's good and bad in that manner of if you want to if you have to make the consistently roughly the same content so if you go to make content that's massively different than mm-hmm. something you normally upload you end up running into an issue one of the people that i am one of the youtubers i watch uh Nuxtaku, he he does a lot of jokey and funny videos and then he did like an hour and a half long video about about how hell of a boss has changed like the how hell of a boss is the show has changed like like yeah, animation yeah. and how it how it plays on uh youtube and he's like yeah I, I spent like two weeks working on this video and it's the least viewed video on my channel in the past two months but you know it's whatever you know i'm not i'm not bitter it. at all i'm not I, bitter at all that i spent all this time watching making this video but you know it's whatever it's whatever it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. i i enjoyed the video i watched it this right. morning i loved it i i thought it was great like brought like yes Yes, I do the capture like my love of the show. And uh, uh, don't 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 say his name, please. Please go. Well, and <laughs> I've seen I've seen a lot of a lot of content creators and streamers try to tackle that whole thing of uh, they don't want to get stuck in one game, mm-hmm. right? Because that that's can that can be dead to you once that game kind of dies away, people stop watching, right? So you you, you see that with Kami where he's trying to do all this other stuff mm-hmm. besides mm-hmm. Paladins. He uses Paladin videos because that's how he makes his money. Right. But when he streams, he's streaming you know mm-hmm. a whole bunch of other games, right? Yes. Um, and then so there the two of the uh, big seven days uh, content creators, Glock Nine. Glock mm-hmm. Nine's great because he's. Just like New Jersey has got a great sense of humor where he's just joking mm-hmm. about stuff all the way through. It's it's he's fun. Um but he and he doesn't do he doesn't do face camps. It's just him doing the game. 
So it's all got to be, it's all his personality. He's got to really put into it. Um, but then, you know, Conan came out and he decided, oh, I'm going to do some Conan. But what he'd do is he would put, you know, seven days that I, seven days that I put a series out. And then mm-hmm. one day I'll do some Conan. And then the next week on that day, he'd do some more Conan. So he would, he would still be putting out content for that to get people to watch and come over to that. But he wasn't doing, he wasn't cutting into his main source too. And Jawoodle's the same way where he mm-hmm. does, he's trying to do arc and he's trying to do Conan as well. So they'll intersperse them in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you've got people like Direwolf who plays Minecraft every day. Mm-hmm. There's a Minecraft yep. episode every day, and it's always Minecraft. He's not out playing other games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's mm-hmm. playing different mm-hmm. packs, different mod packs, and that's what he gets his variety from. But it's never anything but mod, but uh, right. Minecraft. For, for what I was seeing is that your channel needs to be a consistently one kind of one genre of thing, and you don't want to put too much too many things that break a pattern into it. You know, somebody like summoning salt who does the history of speed running games and how they got, how the world record got to where it is now compared to where it, when the game first came out, whenever his video, his hour long videos come out, they get 500,000 to a million views because people know that summoning salt does speed running videos. And if I want in-depth analysis on the, the good, the, the glitches and the shortcuts and everything that happened to make this, to make Sonic four or three, whatever one, the last one he did, I think it was Sonic three. Uh, and the speed run is like the fastest is like 28 minutes with like a bunch of glitches and like frame perfect leaps and, frame perfect glitches that like make it to the, the the stage scrolls but the image in the background doesn't and so you don't spawn any enemies it it's when he has a consistent set of content when compared to somebody like who i just brought up where he makes a bunch of short term short shorter comedy videos and then when he makes an in-depth analysis video for something that he really cares about that in-depth analysis video gets shunned by the algorithm because that's not what he normally does yeah it's not what he normally does so the algorithm doesn't want to promote this long-form video to his fans or the people that would be interested in it because that's not his normal content yeah that's what some people are doing alternate channels too so like you know there's people who do music reactions now they do movie reactions but they separate them out all right, so as this turned into streamer hospice, okay, I know it's like, yeah, but st- streaming this, is this week in Twitch. People are streaming a huge amount, and it always have been. People stream it for over two decades. Okay, this is it's not going anywhere. It's it's big business. Someone's you know, um, it stinks that you know, like some big companies have stepped up and is controlling the market. There's not a bunch of variety. As now, as now, you know, there's tiny, there's becoming a, a big three, at least for safe for work streams. There's <laughs> a big three right now, which I really hope people, it gets broken up with a fourth, something more people come in and help decentralize, especially if you get something that has a little bit more. And I think what I was talking about, like the whole, like looking back at this time as money shifts around, I think we might be able to get another Twitch channel or, or sort of streaming thing pop up in this time around. Well, people try to scramble and try to build something new um, while, you know, be, uh, while everything starts becoming back to content focus and we get away from these marketing campaigns that are just used to attack fans. And I think, you know, and that's the main, my main theme, my gut punch thing of like, I think we're, you know, like these, 
once the money dries up, the money is gone. We're seeing that now. That's that's I wanted to capitalize that before you guys keep going into this uh, streamer house press and you know this faux how to stream video stuff like that. Okay, All right, well, guys, I think the numbers have already. I think the numbers have already started dropping over the past few years, where they started mm-hmm. cutting back on what they're paying Twitch streamers now. Partners are mm-hmm. paying the Twitch streamers, um, so they're trying to get all their money from either advertising. Or selling, you know, stuff on their merch store, mm-hmm. or doing uh, yeah. donations, specific, you know, yeah, donations, things like that, or, sure. or patreons and things. And so it's it's hard to they're trying to supplement that income because the numbers. I mean, there was a there was a high point for Twitch. Mm-hmm. It has gone down since yes. that point, mm-hmm. and YouTube is up, but it's not. It's plateaued, in my opinion. So YouTube can't make money. It's too hard. Yeah. Well, YouTube has never had it in their business model to make money. I don't know how they do it, <laughs> except I do. I have to admit I'm, I'm paying them five bucks a month, but that's just me. Wow. I just, people like me are crazy just because I hate ads wow. and I watch a lot of YouTube. Wow. So I almost never watch regular TV anymore. I just sit with YouTube and watch videos all day. That's fine. That's fine. Hey. It's fair. Hey. That's I enjoy fair. it more. It's fair. Um, hey, except I, um, when she Hulk she Hulk comes out, I have to watch it. So. <laughs> Do you, do you watch it alone in the dark, or do you like you know? No, like, no, my okay. wife likes it too. She okay, okay. It. The way you said it, it was like I got to watch She Hulk, but it's yeah. It like oh, lean green and pour straight into these jeans. That's what she's called it. Whoa, whoa. Okay, all right. Clearly, <laughs> Rightho does watch that alone in that green. <laughs> uh, that was the title. That was the title of last week's episode. By the way, mm. just like but before mm. we get on the MCU tangent, let's go ahead and finish. Go there is no MCU. There is no. We're not going there today. MCU. We're not doing tangent. that. We're not going to do that. We're not doing that. You know, or this. We're not. Or uh, I think what Clownfish calls a dose of d- dose of uh, a dismal Disney. We're not doing that. <laughs> we're not doing that. <laughs> there was a but, tease. There was a tease at the end of the show last week. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like well, honestly, like I think the there's a lot of good teases on the back of uh, a lot of the MCU shoot. They do a really good. Like I think they missed the point. I think the marketing teams and a lot of the blog blogosphere missed the point on the twerking episode. I think a lot of the memes on it was people because they actually thought it was neat and it was like this is more comic book. <laughs> She-Hulk than anything else, <laughs> which people kind of wanted, and I think like, oh, people hate it. No, these some of these memes are like, yes, we're oh, we loved it. Most yeah. people loved it. It was just the people who are like, oh, I just don't like twerking, and I think twerking is gross and like hard and holding. I guess is like, he, he just he was at just him. like, I just don't like. I just don't agree with twerking. I think it's gross. I'm like, fine. But don't say that this is bad because of it, because yeah. this is funny yeah. as all get out. Yeah. Just well, you just look right in the eye and go like. Are you racist? You could say it. It's okay. <laughs> Are you racist against green people? Scientifically. 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 They're in the ocean, so it can't happen. Oh, my God. So no, 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 no. Uh, Don't get me started. We're not doing that. Not doing that because... You said we weren't going to tangent, and you started tangenting. Harry, this is your fault. All right. All right. So now I'm going to pitch into my thing. Like, so, like, I saw a post, right? So people, uh, and, and, and it gets me because, like, it's my fault. I already hate Elon Musk and the Tesla fanboys um, because a lot of the Tesla fanboys aren't car people. And, but they try to talk like car people. Like, hey, I respect EVs and what they are and what they can be. But are, is it the fastest production car, the fastest blah, 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 blah? No. No, it is not. The Teslas are slower pieces of junk and will get spanked by a stock MR2. 
I bet you you take that thing. All right, so let me get into this. So everyone keeps talking <laughs> about like like oh the plaid edition. It's it spanks hypercars. This thing's hundred and fifty thousand dollars. It's hypercar. It's super and hypercar range. It's not like it's fifty thousand dollars. You know, like a Corvette punching up the hyper supercars. That's impressive. That's a seventy five to eighty thousand dollar car. Sub a hundred thousand dollar car punching up at higher than its weight. You're talking about a car. Fully loaded, above getting close to one hundred fifty thousand dollars. Like, oh, it's so oppressive. Shut up. <laughs> you know what? The, how much this car costs as much people's houses, and you're trying to like, oh, so, so, yeah, so fast. I got this. I got this car over here. It's two. It's a uh, one point two million dollars to make. Yeah. I bet I could blow everything off the road with it. But who's going to buy a one point two million dollar car? Right. Yeah, you can't use that. And especially like the way that the plaid makes makes speed, you can't barely use that on, legally on any roads. That it's it's because of how it accelerates. It's got to sit there, and ex- you put it in the code, and you're going in a straight line. And you've got to be able to do that. So there's got to be nothing in front of you, and this road's got to be completely smooth because you have to dodge. You get a pothole. You will learn this thing called torque steering, and you're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> and enough onboard crap to save you from that because you will run out of skill before you run out of horsepower and it's <laughs> gonna hurt and that yeah that, that's my thing when you talk to these non-car people and then you get old like tesla fanboy so the what i talk about like if a car is fast right it has to meet certain clarification for a car to actually be considered fast because other than it's impractical speed or it's stupid, right? One, it's got to be quiet enough to go past a policeman sleeping in their car. So if you out there on those country roads and there's some policeman or police woman or police person, right? They're sitting behind the, you know, the, the stereotypical sitting behind the billboard and they're asleep in the car with the gun up, right? If I can blow past them at a hundred plus, and they didn't hear anything, that's a fast car. But if they hear me a mile away, brah, 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 and all right, they sit the gun up, right? Car not fast. Car not fast. You might as well drive a Honda Civic at and do the speed limit because you're going to get pulled over. That car's not fast. Sorry. Well, the, Sorry you're too loud. The you're EVs, not fast. Yeah, but the electric cars, get, can, they can be very quiet. So, I mean, that's one of the advantages that so, they yes. have. Yes, yes. That's what I said. Like, I can respect that. Cool. You're quiet. Awesome. What I'm looking for, okay? Hit some of the qualifications. But then it messes up because it's only really fast in a straight line. They're heavy. They're really heavy. So yeah. diving and right, their handling package, too. Yeah. It's that di- diving and raising corners or it's penalty. It, it's, you know. Well, it's got a different center of gravity, mm-hmm. right? I mean, and cars have it's, engines that are the fr- center front part of the, of the thing. The, mm-hmm. EVs are the underneath the passenger mm-hmm. or the rear rear seat mainly yeah. is where most of that weight is. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's just when you try to go around corner, you've got a different whole set of mm-hmm. physics you're dealing with. And I don't think car makers have come up with good ways to really do good handling in oh. those different situations. Nope. No, no. And they, like I said, they weigh about, so going down a mountain. So if you, or if you're coming down Pike's peak, you're going to, you're going to run out of tire. You're going to run out of tire before you get halfway down this mountain. You're going to tear these tires up. So, you have to slow down. Not fast. Sorry, not fast. This Miata, stock Miata, stock Toyota MR2 will pass you eventually because its tires will be completely fine. It's lightweight. It hasn't gotten off the throttle since it started going down the hill. It'll just leave your levy behind, no matter how much mm-hmm. money you spent on it, how much plaid you have on it. And there's proof in the pudding on this. So 
this Japanese style racing series, which is like, uh, you know, kind of based <laughs> off initially was got the toe racing, right? I've brought it up several different times. Toe racing, right? So toe racing is like think of tight mountain pass roads, a lot of left, rights, you know, bumpy, bumpy uh, architecture, and really small and hard to pass on, and. A lot of car builders. I invited tar car builders and race car drivers to come here and race on these ro- this road, right? And they were finding out like most of these cars can't go it, you can't do it, can't run it. And I think like some of the first car, the first car that hit sub twenty five seconds, right on this on this little small little race course, was a stock Toyota MR two. <laughs> what it beat? It's like it spanked it. At Mercedes brought out a, an amazing. Six plus figured AMG, you know, SLK just to the to the hill. You know, like this thing is power on power on money and power, right? Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Barely cracked the top ten. Barely cracked the top ten. You know. You seen is- the Cletus Cletus McFarland stuff? No. So he's got a YouTube channel where he started off where he was taking some old cars that were weren't that great, but he was getting like bigger engines and he was cutting it into him and he was putting them in and he'd go race them, mm-hmm. you know, on the drag, drag show. He would, he would run in the modifieds and the different mm-hmm. types of classes. And he was getting wins with this, with this setup they had. And he was trying to play with this and play with that. And and mm-hmm. so they've been having fun with that. I actually started doing races with celebrities at Bristol of all places. Mm-hmm. And I guess they had a big wreck the other day. So it's been kind of a thing, but that's like, people trying to engine new to try to come up with new ways to get these cars fast and get these cars to handle better. Mm -hmm. And they're just going pat. They're just going around the car makers and doing it themselves and seeing Mm -hmm. what they can do. Yeah. And it used to be, remember there used to be the 24 hours of uh, Daytona on Le Mans. Yeah. But out there in 24 hours. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully that that was for that. Yeah. That was for proof. It used to be where you proved your cars. And that's the half the issue is like these a lot of these EVs don't go racing. Formula One's got an EV, what is that Formula Electric or whatever it's called, right? But it's not anywhere close to the same grueling task that a Formula One car has to go to. The 24-hour model allows hybrids in there, and they don't really use them as hybrids. They use them as accelerators, okay, to get around the corners. That's how a lot of the hybrids, but Toyota has perfected their hybrids and they accelerate really quickly out of the corner. That's where a lot of this tech comes from. But yes, it is racing, and a lot of people won't take these EVs don't go racing. Um, I think we'll probably see more of it, especially now that Ford has started to really has been releasing more of their. Uh, have you seen the Ford crate electric crate motors that they released? You can get just like you order like a Ford Coyote motor, you can order a Ford electric um, electric motor. And they crafted this year at SEMA, they put out the F100 and showing people how to convert older cars to electric, which, which, hey, this is impressive. That's pretty neat, but. I think you're right. Getting people out there and getting out to racing leagues up there. But a lot of times, like some of these battery packs and how people like, they're not that safe to be like it getting to crashes like that. We've there's different like safety medicates. So I can also understand why no one really wants to race these suckers because you but gotta, you, s- you gotta have a different safety prison, which most racetracks don't have the money to deal with. Well, because back in also- the old days, yeah, back in the old days, they, they didn't care. I mean, they were just saying, okay. So right now you get all the, all the different leagues and, and stuff, all the racing stuff. It's like, okay, here's what, here's the hole, the diameter of the bore of the, mm-hmm. you know, injector you can have. And this yeah. is the, you have all these limitations to keep the cars a certain mm-hmm. speed. And then they're trying to find ways to finagle it. Mm-hmm. It used to be come with what you got 
if you're faster than the other guy, you go. And then, so people were coming with all kinds of new innovations. That's that's how we had such moving forward of car technology through the mm-hmm. uh, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s was because mm-hmm. people at places like Speed, the Indianapolis Speedway, we, they mm-hmm. were just racing whatever they get out there. And the ones that were better were winning. Yep. So people started copying that. And then they safety features came out of that because people were like, mm-hmm. you know, Billy Vukovic dies. So they, they put out safety features and stuff. Yep. So it's like take the, a lot of the things we see in a car we take for granted, like the steering wheel and the effing pedals, the way we see it that way. That was designed by Cadillac and it won a race. <laughs> it was functional. It ran and it kept winning races. <laughs> then they got rid you, of the stupid switching crap. They'd be like, "Okay, that's okay. That stuff is junk." We get this wheel thing that Cadillac made. Well, all the cars these days have like paddle shifters on the sides. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. for for sports mode. Mm-hmm. I mean, that came from F- Formula One. I mean, Formula One and and IndyCar at some oh. point. That's how they shift. They can't do it in there because their feet are so clamped in. You can't drive that car with your with your feet half hard of the time. You know, you got to re- be able to paddle shift. As someone who's six foot tall driving a tiny Japanese car, trust me, I know. I know. I, know, I, know. <laughs> I love my paddle shifts. Because, <laughs> yeah, I can't really move my, my foot. Like, sometimes, like, uh, uh, I'll have my foot just like this, just sideways. <laughs> it's Because I can't get in there, trying to get in there. But, anyways, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. And I think, um, but yeah, and, We've gone so way from way far away from racing too. It's like there's hardly any tracks really go off in racing right now, uh, and even go unlimited because you're right. They try to keep everything so similar and plain. That's why like a uh, NASCAR got boring. I think once you finally got crew chief and they're trying to, to shave down <laughs> axles off, off the car, just save monocle of weight, and then you just have to sit there watch a race and watch the axles just come off the side of the car. It's like, can you guys just let off the rules a little bit? Also, I'm sick and tired of looking on the field and seeing this real wheel drive car uh, carbureted, you know, Monte Carlo out there. And I can't buy that Monte Carlo. I got to get this front wheel drive fuel injective piece of junk. But I want that. I want that. <laughs> That's the Monte Carlo I want. But that one. Oh, 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 here you go. There was front there was drive. a big lull. There was a big thing, and in, so. IndyCar was getting they they were putting new track records out every couple of years. You know they was mm-hmm. they were really advancing up and they got over two hundred and they got into two twenties and they were doing really good. And then the Speedway came out and said, "Okay, we're changing everything." And they made all these different rules and dropped the speeds down twenty miles an hour. Yep, top speeds were way down again. And it took a decade and a half for those numbers to creep back up finally. Yep. But you know, so there there's. Well, there's a possibility to say, hey, we forced innovation because now we got more innovation to get past mm-hmm. the limitations we were putting on them. Mm-hmm. But it's also you used to go to the sh- go to the race and see these 220 mile an hour cars and you go next year and they can't break 200. And you're like, why am, I, why am I here? Yeah. And, and well, they wonder why the attendance started dropping and people weren't paying attention to it. That was why. Yeah. Well, like the 24 all the miles, they had to put the chicane, they put the chicanes in there on the back straight away because the Mercedes CLKs were literally taking off. Remember that? And then was it 98? Was that 98, 97? Do you remember that? So like, I saw uh, IndyCars doing that back in the in the early nineties, mid nineties. So like when Vincent was like what two, and uh, so this this Mercedes CLKs were coming down. They're coming down so fast Three or four. that they literally were taking off, um, flipping the drivers off out of the course and actually one of the drivers got out of their car and walked into a bar and was watching the crash (laughs) 
happen on replay, walking in like, woo, I need a beer. Because <laughs> I could imagine you know, top speed sitting there on that back straight, and that's where you got to crank a lot of speed. Like, a lot of people know that straight away from watching uh, like Ford versus Ferrari, that massive straightaway you watch them go down. That's not like the way it is anymore. There's a big chicane in the middle of it. <laughs> Um, so for the Americans, like, what the f- is this chicane? Well, if you ever watch that, what is it, Pocono, they have to stop in the middle of the straightaway, turn right, turn left, and go back going straight again. That's ah, a chicane. It's a great traffic calming technique, which should be used on a lot of different roads to help calm traffic down when coming into um, cities and towns, especially in, like the country roads. Like, I think the United States does it terrible because it's like, here's this nice, good, flat, open country road. You can get up to 80 miles per hour uh, and then instantly 40 and here's a town. Mm-hmm. I think they really should put a quick chicane corner turn in it to calm and slow you and purposely slow you down. But, you know, that's well, you know why safer. they they started with the interstate systems. They started putting them straight and realized that people were falling asleep because it was just a straight line. So they started putting purposely putting those curves and bends in all those interstates. That's why they're there. It's not because of oh, this makes the most sense for the topography and all. No, that's not. It, it was to keep people awake. Yep, yep. And the thing is, like, once you start banking, man, like, you can go so much faster. Now that it's banking, <laughs> you almost want to go faster. It's banking. Have you ever been? Have you ever been to Bristol? Uh, no, no. So I went. To, we went to Bristol um, vacation with my mom and my dad. My, my wife and I did, and we stopped at Bristol and went in there. And they were like, "Oh, you can do a tour, but you know, mm-hmm. the tour is coming out later." So yeah, I said, mm-hmm. "Well, can we just go kind of look around?" They said, "Yeah, go out and look around." Well, they normally have the gate to the racetrack closed mm-hmm. when we got out there that 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 gate was open Ooh. because they were driving something back a little bit or doing mm-hmm. something so you've got this open gate i walked out on the middle of the track and was taking pictures mm. so i got a lot of pictures of like dead in the middle of the street but that thing's banked like, <laughs> like 40 <laughs> degrees you have to walk yeah. down like real slow and then mm-hmm. you can't just you got to be careful with that and it's that's why that's how they get those speeds around that small little track is mm-hmm. they they bank that ever loving yeah. crap out of them i know and th- that was like a good test on suspension aerodynamics on cars and now I'm like well it doesn't matter anymore no one cares you know it's oh we eventually got yelled at too by the way okay good good we weren't <laughs> supposed to be out there good 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 glad the bristol yellow shirt yelled at you good <laughs> but yeah that's my thing with evs it's, they need to go out racing they need to be racing need to be, and i think also with evs i think we're also going to figure find out here the next few years of what happens when these evs get to 10 years old what really does happen like there's all that speculation on these battery things which is all just speculation we have no idea we don't have no hard real world data on it and we're going to get that and which it's I typically like my. I told you, like my hesitancy is one. I don't trust these um, c- corporations with having this many electronics controlling everything, and don't have access. And I can't get. I can't get past it. It's like having a computer that I can't open, can't do anything to the operating system. What it is, and it's locked down. I don't like that, especially when it would cost me so effing much, and I just can't buy my way out of it. And the idea that this battery is sealed in here and it's going to cost me thousands of dollars to get out of it. And, you know, it's, I was like, well, then you've got to give me some insurance how long this thing lasts. So we're going to, we're going to find out. And I think, so thank you for all this, uh, suckers who, uh, who bought first gens <laughs> so we could find out. 
you know, it's impressive. I think a lot of the, the early Tesla's ones are coming back. They're like some of them are finding out like they just have individual banks, which is also that's a, it's a good sign on some of this battery technology that's out there. What I'm more worried about is the other manufacturers. I'm looking at you, Chevrolet, BMW. Mm-hmm. That's it. You come on. Come on, come on! I've seen the crappy plastic you've put BMW put in regular cars that just fade <laughs> away, just turn to dust. Let alone like some, you know, twenty thousand dollars battery in a car. Come on, let's see what happens. You know, one thing I don't understand is that I remember reading about ten years ago about some technology of like liquid um, solar cells. So you you could you could roll this out. It was very very thin solar cells. So you could they they had prototypes where you just you know, roll out this eight by eight piece of solar cell, put it on a table, and it could charge your phone, right? Then you roll it back up, take it with you. So they were playing with doing paint mm-hmm. with solar cell technology. I'm like, you put that on an EV mm-hmm. where the whole outside of the car is collecting this the sunlight mm-hmm. and charging back some of the battery from that. I think you got a real yeah. move forward there. Barely charge um, your phone. <laughs> well, no, I mean, if you have enough, you know what I'm saying? You, you know, you know, we're not talking about a small little pad on the top of the car. We're talking about a bunch, but I mean, somebody uh, I saw a meme the other day where somebody was just ranting about how this, this guy decided to put like, yeah, uh, electric generators inside where the fan would turn it. So when you move forward to turn a fan and it charge up the generator and charge back to the battery. And why don't they just do that? Cause then you just have this, you don't have to worry about charging the car. You just go and you charge it itself. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, they don't do a good job of teaching the second law of thermodynamics <laughs> in schools these days. <laughs> and everybody started just punking on them. It was hilarious. But <laughs> I know it's just like, oh, but by, <laughs> But what I'm saying is that and when I was growing up, I thought about this where I'd have four, like four batteries in there and one, the three batteries would, would run the car and then charge the other batteries. It's going, you know, they would cycle through and you had the fan generators and the brake generators and things like that. But you add on top of that things like the, the solar paint and things that can overcome mm-hmm. the losses you get from the other charging technologies, mm. I think that you can start coming close to a point where you can extend your ranges from what we have now, which is abysmal for the most part. I mean, it's, uh, it's better than it used to be, but it's still not that great. Um, no, I, I think the electric car range is, it is where it is. I think we need to cap some of this at a point. I think we need to prevent some of the electric cars from becoming so heavy. The Humber electric vehicle is at 9,000 pounds. You heard that, right? So if you see that electric Hummer behind you, know this 9,000 pound vehicles behind you. Get, don't let it this thing behind you. This is basically what I'm telling you. Don't let it behind you. Let it pass. <laughs> Because they ain't stopping. It ain't stopping. <laughs> Especially if it's raining. It ain't stopping. That is a sled. <laughs> that is, it is dangerous. I think we also need to, uh, you know, like have different, because uh, uh, these EVs weigh so much. I think their speedy tickets should be more expensive because they weigh way too much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you have all speeding is immediately increased to dangerous driving. Yeah. It, you weigh too much. You, you weigh too damn much. 
you know, it's, you know, or like, you know, it's, it, they, we have all these special rules and regulations on the semis because they weigh so much. I mean, it's the main thing, right? So yes, they weigh so much. We also also like, uh, we should also bring the rules down for cars that don't weigh as much. We should be able to go faster. So which encourage people selling <laughs> smaller, lighter uh, petrol yeah. cars. But the problem is, is that you get the slower, the slower trucks that are heavy and the faster cars that are light on the same roads, you're asking for trouble because people aren't going the same speed anymore. And you got weaving in and out and people going up and down on each other. And it's just, which is you're supposed to weave in small cars. Okay. That's, that's your safety (laughs) factor. The problem is that someone has dripped like drives like these massive Yukon and 9,000 bottle Humvees, like they're driving like a Honda fit around. That's the dangerous part of it. We've all seen that person who drives that gigantic SUV. Like they have some tiny little beetle. You know, it's like, well, well, well you, you can't just, especially, which is worse, right? Now, I'm going to be like, uh, I'm not talking about soccer, but I think the worst ones, the worst offenders are the freaking hill jacks out in the country that has got this stupid F-250 Super Duty diesel dually thing, and they're towing a bunch of like an 18-plus trailer on the back of it, and they're weaving in and out of traffic or doing 80 to 100, 100 plus. These bastards are awful. This is terrible. This is effing dangerous. Yeah. Hey, when I go over allegedly over 100 miles per hour, I'm in a lightweight sports car. It's just me in the car, hardly anyone around me. I do it very safely if I did it. Yeah, but, yeah, in Minecraft. Do in Minecraft. In Minecraft. If I did it in <laughs> Minecraft. Basically. In Minecraft. Yeah. So, you know, I, yeah, that's my right. I hate people who drive crazy, like drive actual crazy. That's actual crazy that's actual unsafe driving. What, you know, it's was like would people call unsafe driving? Nah, nah. This is unsafe. That's what you're doing is unsafe. You know, like I you want some safety I features that I really like. Since I just bought a new car that has safety features on them, some newer stuff. They have the lane assist, which is fine. You know, if you start to go out, it beeps at you. Blah blah blah. But the best thing I have is the, and it's it's kind of a safety feature, but it's also a convenience feature. Mm-hmm. You put it in cruise control. Mm-hmm. It detects how the distance between you and the guy in front of you. Mm-hmm. So you put, you put the control on 75 or 80, you're driving mm-hmm. down the road. Now somebody pulls out or there's somebody slowing down in front of you. Mm-hmm. It slows down and matches it. You. you don't have to watch and put on your brake and then slow down and then cause people mm-hmm. behind you to then check up and things like that. It's, mm-hmm. it's nice. It just yes. lets you go. Yes. And you don't have to think about it. Yeah. Oh, I miss that. That's nice. I had to drive a rental car this morning because I was having it in the shop and then I didn't have that feature and I was getting kind of angry. So, <laughs> I've had a car. I've had a car for a week or so, a week and a half, and I'm, right, I'm so already spoiled on it. The lane assist, I nearly nearly killed me driving in the mountains of New Hampshire. Uh, one, not used to it, you know, because I I hate oh, yeah. I despise majority of the driving age. Like some of them, I just gotten used to in cars because just you just can't get away with them. Like ABS, like I always try to find a car without ABS because I'm. I, I learned how to drive without it, so it still it messes with me. I want to pump my brakes. My foot wants to pump, and pumping with ABS, I'm sorry, my brain, I can't not, not do it. It's my own fault, but I hate most driving games. I turn like to turn them off. Um, the But the lane assist, so I'm used to, so I had a very big, gigantic SUV, right? And I'm driving on these small, tiny, like, uh, mountain roads, uh, allegedly going Kind of, maybe, possibly. I was more concerned about my safety of going above the posted speed limit, possibly, maybe, um, allegedly. In my crap. The thing is, when so I would have a line, I have to craft a line. My apex is going to be different, right? Or have to go a little too far in or too far out just so I can get the weight to shift so I can go to the corner correctly. 
Well, with Lane to shift, they don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly crap my pants <laughs> as this thing turns the wheel the other direction and basically towards the cliff. <laughs> Get me back in the lane. It's like, oh! <laughs> no! So I'm, just, so I'm glad I could turn it off in my car because that, that does kind of worry me. I mean, I, I like it for the wife driving it, but yeah, for me. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, yeah, I turned that off. It was neat in the city. In the city, it was like, I was like, this is neat. I can sit here, basically let go of this thing, get on my phone, and it basically turn the corner for me. <laughs> you know but i get it i get it i get it uh, i freaking get it i understand it and uh, it's not like i fight against some of these driving i do like it does encourage idiocy or more it give idiots more comfortability to drive a car but it also protects me from said idiots because they're on i know they're on their phones <laughs> <laughs> like the, like the, the issue like the, the whole stopping sensor there they're like there's sensors on some of the new cars that it just won't let you get in closer than two seconds that two second like that that two car lengths it won't it, it'll prevent that happening which is great because we've all had that dodge ram behind us with their high beams on you're doing 80 it's like boo, 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 come on let's go uh, yeah uh, yeah it's okay i like to mess with those guys my favorite thing I like to do is uh, lightly tap my brakes with my left foot, but I'm really on the accelerator hard on my right foot. That's that's my favorite. Or my very personal favorite is uh, you get ready. You know that when you, the corner's coming up on the off ramp and you cut your lights and you go through it without hitting the brakes <laughs> so they don't know the corner's coming. Ah, good times. Anyway, so... <laughs> Before this episode gets too long, the truth we've hit our hour. Say what I want to wrap something up real quick, get something off their chest, or they said something they want to walk back right home. <laughs> I'm standing behind everything I ever said. Uh, more trailers. I may have been for- wrong, but I stand behind it. <laughs> more trailers for Chainsaw Man came out. The anime is going to be amazing. Uh, they they decided that they were going to do. Uh, it's 12 episodes, and each ending's going to have a different song. So they basically have their own album for the, the anime. Only thing I care about with the Chainsaw Man thing is when it gets released in the U.S., who's localizing it? I don't know. All I know is that in that anime, there's a moment where uh, a perpetual motion machine of violence happens. Mm. <laughs> and that, mm. in and of itself, is, mm. is, is a selling point alone. Four kids come back for Chainsaw Man. <laughs> we uh, did we talk about Weird two weeks ago? Can't remember if we talked about it or not. Yeah. I talked about it with somebody, but it may not have been you guys. So yeah. there's a new movie coming out. It's called Weird. Mm-hmm. It's the uh, biopic of Weird Al Yankovic's story. Mm-hmm. Well, Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, oh, Daniel Radcliffe is playing Weird Al. Uh, Rain Wilson is playing Doctor Demento. Uh, Rachel Evan Woods is playing. Madonna, mm. <laughs> um, and it is potentially one of the funniest things. The trailer is one of the funniest things I've seen in a while. It's going to be fun. It's going to be good because it's yeah. it's a biopic. It's a parody of a biopic. It's it's 
fucking hilarious. It's all real, all real, all everything in that movie. <laughs> everything happens. happens. Yeah, yeah totally. 100% I, sure. I, I'm personally just glad I don't have to go to a movie theater to go watch it because I would probably get kicked out for laughing too hard <laughs> because the trailer had me in stitches. Well, I want to go see. I still want to go see Clerks Three, but I just don't want to go sit in the theater. I'm gonna wait till it comes out. But I hear it's good, so yeah. It's meta. It's it's very meta, and I love the meta stuff that they're doing with that movie. That Clerks Three, oh, so good. Yeah, I'm not gonna watch it in theater. I'll watch it streaming bootleg um, because of what he did to He Man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? He made wasn't even in that show. What are you 30, talking about? Thirty years of iconic movie making, and he—you don't like what happened uh, to He Man? It's not He Man. It's Masters of the Universe, Harry. Oh, sorry, come on, sorry. Yeah, come on. Because no. He Man's not in it. Just, come on. No, no, no. Honestly, I would take it back if he apologizes. If he and if he apologizes to Cloudfish TV, I, I, I'm all good. <laughs> But that effort to apologize. How dare you call out? Call, call out it. Uh, was not even a small, like a medium size, like like uh, pop culture. That is like you know, uh, someone like let's let's say we talk trash about I don't know, like like as I as like I've been pooping on Elon Musk. That's like Elon Musk hitting me on Twitter right now and just messing with me. And it's just like, bro, like like like, like if you and I, I still hate like, you, but like we're in different leagues. Like, like uh, us talking about how how much I am not a fan of most of the DC. It, live action anything because mm-hmm. come on man that yeah. dr fate looks so bad it looks i mean not bad. you're not supposed to punch down right yeah. that's the whole <laughs> joke you, know, you don't you don't punch down yeah. which is why i don't talk a lot about what's going on in the libertarian no. movement these days no it's fine <laughs> <laughs> wow wow right wow uh, we got Kurt like, yeah, wow, can't wait to see that love weird alley and Doctor. But yeah, it's going to be an amazing like. Uh, I can't watch it stream. I think we're. I'm mean, probably going to end up watching it like four different five times because one, I've got to watch it solo and sit there and crack my life up. Two, I do want to watch it again with uh, Christy Avery. I want to watch it with her. <laughs> you want to watch her. it with her when it's her first time to watch it, not her fifth time, because you know oh. she's watching it the minute it drops. Oh, it's so how are you going to do that? It's probably we have, to do, we have to do a watching party or something. We can stream <laughs> it. We can do a reaction to it or something. Mm-hmm. Put out reaction videos. Wall reacts, and that'll be the new thing. Wall reacts, and we just do reaction movies, reaction to movies and songs and stuff, or political people, people who say stupid things political wise. We can react to them. It would be really fun. I hope he tried to do something like that once, and it kind of fell through. But <laughs> we'll get back on that. that. Things are hard to do. It's for pod fading. Like, oh, speaking of that, um, so I might as well do it here live. Screw it. I was gonna try. I thought about doing this behind the wall, but anyway, do it. How do you like? So I kept up teasing about doing the four hour long show. How is October the seventh? That Friday. How's that looking for you? Or either it's going to be October the seventh or the what is it? Uh, the twenty eighth. So is it going to be the seventh or the twenty eighth of October? How do those two Fridays look for you guys? For one, well, October twenty eighth is real close to Halloween, but that's yes. okay. Um, my only concern is I just need I just need a little bit of heads up. So if I can do it that weekend, because you know I work all day on Friday, but I can mm-hmm. sometimes my Fridays are a little light in the afternoons, and I try to keep them that way so that I can have a. I need to get out of here type of thing if I don't have yeah. anything crazy going on. So if I could do that and get out a couple hours early, take a nap, and then be ready and primed to go for four plus hours, then we'd be good to go. 
Yeah, see, like I would do a Saturday, but my issue is that I've got to wake up with my daughter by myself solo on a on a Sunday morning, doing four hours with you guys and drinking and trying to wake it up because, like, uh, I think the last time I, I think I stayed up to like one ish street watching and hanging out with streamers on last Saturday, and my daughter literally came in the bedroom uh, with a box of donuts and was just eating them in the bed watching me. <laughs> it was the creepiest thing I've just. It was just like that is that uh, is creepy. No, no wonder you're willing to, to stay up to like three in the morning on Fridays because you don't have to deal with that on Saturday. No, yeah, no, no. The wife gets up. She like she'll go bother the wife, and the wife goes mm-hmm. up there. It's just like uh, I know my wife is mad at me for stay sleeping in. I'll get up, and she won't make coffee. He's like, I ought to make. Coffee. She won't make coffee till she knows I'm walking around. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's like this is petty. this this is it's petty, petty stuff. Hey. This is petty stuff here. All right, so I know, yeah, I know. Hey, if I could, you know, like, trust me, I wish my wife had Sundays off to, like, one, help me and do things would be great. But, yeah, all I've got is that Friday, guys. I'm sorry. Sorry. That's fine with me. Just, so, 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 like, it's so just we, one day you don't have to deal with me learning Maeve. It's better this way. No, no, you still have to do it um, while we're doing the forest. <laughs> we're doing the forest. In the background, we'll just keep checking in on Four hours. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hey, right. hey, three and oh on Siege. Yeah, three and oh, yeah, yeah. It's siege. Ne- never touch it again. Like oh, three and oh, siege. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Reinhold, like uh, we're. Uh, I, had to, uh, I had to put it away because I'm just too good at it, right? Is that what you say? Yeah, it's not fair to the other players. It was right. It was, a, it was an unmitigated disaster, and I'm surprised we won half of those games. That especially that first game, we should not have won that game. We should not have won that game. We had no rights to winning that game, but we did, mostly because. Uh, our team was giving up, and then I. Uh, people don't seem to understand that in these kind of games, your your KDA doesn't matter. Pressure and distractions matter. Yeah, <laughs> I was like yeah. nine. Oh yeah, I got. I was shoot out by a guy on that one night. Yeah, I was nine and sixteen with Maeve that game, and we still won. We still took yeah. the W. Yeah. that's what yeah. I always did. That's always did with my, um, you know, flankers. You go down here, you just drive them crazy and they kill you but yeah. while they're killing you they've got their back turned to the action going on and they're getting it so yeah. you're pumping up your teammates key to kdas while you're killing yours but you're being very very exactly. annoying and harassing right. exactly. yeah and well they have the other problem with like like i talked about with vincent is like the uh, the video game paladins just has some terrible stats for trying to report what happened in the game and the the community is also bad on because they do concentrate on just damage how much damage they did and their kda and it's like there's more to this things like where did this damage happen was this mostly shields? Was you killing the same person? You know, or were you a, lot, a lot of damages weren't yeah. even aren't registered, like uh, knocking off the map damages mm-hmm. and Maves execute the thirty five percent. Yeah, they just die. They, they don't take damage; they're just dead. That doesn't count as your damage skill. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it, and there's just things that happen. It's the same thing like we talk about because we bring in the same thing like back to like the NBA. It's like like there's more stats of this stuff that's happened. It's just like yeah, like oh crap, you're you're missing shots. Yeah, but uh, you know like but I but when I do hit their the three pointers or when I do they're they're consistent in a corner. You know. Yeah. You know I drive everyone that I pull the defense. I can you know when I do this, but. They don't. You can't get that with paladins because some people will sit there like, "Oh, I'm solo damage with Shaolin." I'm like, "Really? Really? You don't do enough damage fast enough with that character." <laughs> <laughs> All 
or Strix. Strix is Strix does amazing point though. I want to give Strix does a lot of great damage. Do it fast enough <laughs> by yourself. Yeah. They will heal that up and murder the rest of us, and then come and murder you. <laughs> Especially if you sit back super far, you're not keep moving around and being annoyed. I think the best thing a Strix player can do is keep them think they can't know where that sniper is. They got to keep guessing. Make them flinch every time they hear that shot, you know, so they're thinking about coming out of holes. That's some of the best Strix plays I've ever seen is when someone's just got, you know, the Strix player has gotten over to their side of the spots and just shoot at them and then you just keep moving around the map. Exactly. Yeah, But that takes players other that takes the other team just doing different things and then and when they're playing with us like we can put that type of pressure on so a character can go off and do something like that and right. a lot of teams i don't they want to sit there shoot behind the rock act like it's valorant it's yeah, not it, valorant paladin it, is not valorant yeah your life your life doesn't your life doesn't matter it's a different game with somebody touches yeah. yeah completely different game all right uh yeah and the only thing that matters is the w anyways so yes. this game's going along in the tooth Thank you for everyone for uh, this turning in, especially if you got made it this far in the episode because you can listen to anything else in the world but decided to listen to this. And that, I thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, we'll be back again next Monday. Uh, and I think uh, we actually uh, think this next Monday we actually uh, two more, uh, move on because I really got some Gundam Wing stuff to talk about. I could probably take up the whole hour, but you know, I, I'll, I'll keep it a nice, easy type 45. So. <laughs> right. Thank you all for tuning in. <laughs> Have a good day.